to another episode of Disneyland Devoted. I am your host, Michelle, and as always, I appreciate you. So before we get started in uh, today's episode, a couple of housekeeping items. So in the beginning of the month, I had said that if I reached 200 followers on Instagram under Disneyland Devoted, I would do a giveaway for 65th anniversary merchandise from downtown Disney. I have not reached that goal yet, and it was until the end of October, which we are rapidly approaching. So we just ask uh, for that again, because I'd like to build that up. Also, um, I also have a website, DisneylandDevoted.com, which I really want to also build out. And um, I'm going to start doing some blogging there, some reviews um, in the written form, and just things of that nature there. So I have big plans for the website to kind of build it out. So what started as a podcast, I know I want to expand into other social media and really online um, places so that I can interact with all of you. So um, the other thing is I want to talk about news. The latest news that I have from a Disneyland perspective is the governor has the governor of California has provided guidelines for reopening um, for theme parks. And the way I understood it was if it was a smaller theme park, so you know some of those smaller ones like maybe a Knott's Berry Farm or smaller the COVID levels needed to get to a moderate level and then they could open. And then the larger theme parks, such as Disneyland and Universal Studios, the levels needed to get to a minimal level and then they could open. So we're looking at quite a bit of ways away. Um, I know that there are spikes now that we're getting into the cooler months Uh, spikes in other areas. I'm not hearing that California is dropping super fast, so I think it's going to be a little while before Disneyland is open. Also on a positive note is um, the governor had sent over a team of folks to Disney World, unannounced, didn't share, and they wanted to see how Disney World was doing it. And from what I hear they're doing it very successfully. The state of Florida had actually lifted a lot of restrictions, like they were allowing places to have indoor dining and full capacity and uh, you know different mask restrictions and things of that nature, and Disney did not adhere to those things. They are still operating at a reduced capacity. They still do outdoor dining and really trying to be very safe. And so hopefully that was positive for the governor of California to see um, in a circumstance or an instance where a theme park, especially a big one, because Disney World is very big, they're being very successful. As I've said all along, naturally, I want Disneyland to open as soon as possible, but not under unsafe conditions, right? I want everyone to be safe. I certainly wouldn't want a breakout or a spike in any COVID cases because Disneyland was open, so I'm very sensitive to that. So I'll be patient. I almost choked on that word, actually, because it's hard for me to be patient, but I am because I know it's bigger than my love for the park. So with that, let's move into today's 
episode, which is, and I had promised this a few weeks back, is I want to talk about my wishing well. So I've been to Disneyland since I was four years old. I've done so many things and experienced so many things. But for a long period of time, I did the same things because it was what I gravitated towards, right? I rode the same types of rides or ate at the same places or whatever. And it wasn't until, you know, several years ago now, but really I would say in the last five or six years that I really was methodical about my visits and really tried to incorporate something that I had never done before, a place I'd never eaten or maybe an option I've never eaten at a familiar restaurant, rides or attractions I hadn't done, events that I hadn't sat through or watched. I really tried to make sure that every visit expanded my Disney knowledge. And I've had a great time doing that. And of course, you still have to sprinkle in your favorites. And I have to say, in a year's time of going to Disneyland almost every weekend, I would say, you know, on the average, every other weekend, going to Disneyland and DCA and downtown Disney and the resorts and all those things, it was so difficult to get everything in. Like, I didn't ever have a 100% unique experience, meaning that I didn't do anything that I hadn't done before. But we did things on a rotating basis. And it takes a while to get through things. I mean, there's so much to do and see and so many things I didn't even know about. Um, We watched so many parades and so many shows and did um, like dining packages and special events and just so much stuff that I never took the time to do when I was visiting the park like on a quick trip, a quick weekend or whatever. And so to be able to slow down and say, I'm going to take this bit by bit was an amazing experience. And one of the things I tried to do was focus land by land. So, okay, let's look at Adventureland. What are the things I've never done? Let's incorporate at least one of those things. Let's try to do something different and unique and really enjoy and savor every experience instead of being like a weekend warrior of just like cramming everything I could in because we were only going to be there for a weekend. I really tried to take it slower and I found that to be absolutely amazing. So this episode is my wishing well. So these are things that I've never done. So I kind of mapped out like if I was just going to go there and do the things that I really want to do that I've never done before without incorporating my favorite items, what would it look like? So I did this for Disneyland and I did it for DCA. I incorporated the resorts and downtown Disney. So First and foremost is I would spend an entire week on property, one full week. I have never done that and I would love to do that because I would love to completely immerse myself into Disneyland, Disneyland Resort. And I would do a split stay. So a split stay is you stay at more than one hotel or resort during your stay. And the reason I would do that is to experience 
every part of this. So I, I am of the opinion that you should start, I, I guess I do this in life, the piece de resistance is always the last, right? So like my favorite or the grand finale, I just always have that mentality. So for me, I would first stay at Paradise Pier Hotel, then I would go to, and I struggle with this one, price-wise, the Grand Californian is more expensive, but emotional-wise, I'm a Disneyland hotel gal, so I would go to the Grand Californian, and then I would finish off at Disneyland, that's how I, Disneyland Hotel, that's how I would do my stays, and I would do two, four, and three. So I'm sorry, two, two, and three. So two nights at Paradise Pier, two nights at the Grand Californian, and three nights at the Disneyland Hotel. And I would go those full seven nights so I can get 100% immersed. In addition to that, I would build in non-theme park days. So full days where I'm outside of the park. I wouldn't do that a ton, but I would do that at least once or twice during the course of that week so that we could hang out by the pool, do some things at the resort, you know, maybe watch the fireworks from our room, stuff like that, but not necessarily go into the park. And if I was staying there for a full week, I wouldn't feel like I was missing out or like I was wasting time that I could be inside the theme park. I would just be able to look at this for what it is, which is an extension of the entire experience. So right out of the gate, the timing is important. I've never been to the Food and Wine Festival at DCA. I wanted to go, didn't do it. You know, it's bite-sized things that are a little more advanced. And as I've mentioned many times, my daughter is a picky eater. So we just never really made that a priority, but I want to do it. And she could eat something else. So I would definitely plan it so I was going during that time frame. So with us staying at the Paradise Pier Hotel first, I would stay there for my first two nights. The first night I would, you know, we'd be arriving in theory. And because I need to have a full day of the Disney experience, we would arrive long before check-in be checking out downtown Disney, things of that nature, really trying to stick away from the theme parks um, and just enjoying that first day as the resort. And then the next day, we would go into DCA and start experiencing those things. So like I said, I would be doing the food and wine festival. I would um, be checking out all of those booths like it would be ideal to go to each and every booth and try something whether it be a food option or a beverage but really experience that so i can give a proper opinion of that entire experience so that would be so awesome to do that also there's a few rides and on paradise pier no, I call it a Paradise Pier, it's not that anymore, Pixar Pier, excuse me, that I would need to experience that I've never done before. Um, one is Jesse's Critter Carousel. That used to be King Triton's, so um, we would definitely want to check it out now that it's different. 
Um, now that has that, you know, Toy Story theme. And then on the other side of the pier, we would want to go to the inside out emotional, emotional whirlwind, which I understand is basically flicks flyers from Bugs Land, just different, you know, um, a, a, a different theme painted over, but it's the same ride. And I am so excited because I absolutely loved that ride when it was Bugs Land. So that is like so big. So those two I've never done before. So I definitely want to make sure that we, you know, got on those. And then after spending that full day, you know, eating all that deliciousness and walking around, and I should say that first that morning, because we would really try to do this food, um, the food and wine festival for you know, lunchtime, midday, like early morning, midday, and then go back to the room, you know, take a nap, because that's very important go to the pool, you know, really enjoy the resort area. And then for dinner, go back into DCA and have dinner at Carthay Circle Restaurant. Never even been inside there. So that would be like super awesome for me to experience that. Also at night, I would want to go on the Ferris wheel um, because I've never done that at night, only done it in the day. So I would love to experience that at night. And then I also sometime during the course of this need to get into the Animation Academy and draw something. We, I think I mentioned this in a previous episode, we got so close and then my daughter changed her mind at the last minute and so we never did it. But I've heard such wonderful things about that experience where you get to draw something with the help of an animator, um, uh, Imagineer as they're called, and draw something, a character, a Disney something or other, and then you get to take that with you. And it's just one of those items that just, you know, commemorates your experience there. So I would absolutely love to do that. So then the next day, I would want to not wake up at rope drop and give the family a little time to rest. And I would go to a character breakfast on property but I'm at the Grand Californian I would go to Storytellers because I've already done Goofy's Kitchen and I would do a character breakfast at like the latest time we possibly could so we could experience that then we'd be totally full and all of that because we would eat too much and we would have such a good time taking all those pictures and whatnot and then go back um, to the room go to the pool Um, you know, maybe go to, um, you know, some shopping in the resorts or whatever, rest a little bit. And then I would hit DCA again at night. And I would make sure that we saw any parade, um, any special event they had going on, World of Color. Um, In fact, I would go to the dessert party for World of Color, because I am a fan of those parties. I mean, let's be honest. You spend way too much money for those special events, but they are so memorable. And World of Color has dining packages, which we've done that before. And we did our dining at the Lamplight Lounge and then got VIP viewing for World of Color. And that was absolutely amazing. From the food to the viewing, I I could not have asked for anything more special but I've never done DCA's dessert party. And I would love to do that because I feel like it's just such a memory inside of everything. And it's a special occasion. Like 
we do the attractions all the time and the parades and all those shows, this would be an opportunity to do something a little extra special. special. So I would definitely want to do that. Then go back to the um, room. DCA always closes before Disneyland. So just try to take it to closing. Then go back to the room. At this point, we would have moved over to the Grand Californian. And the next day, we would spend exploring the Grand Californian. Really going to the shops, going to the pool, doing all the fun stuff there. And then maybe spend the evening in downtown Disney. There's a couple of places at downtown Disney I've never experienced before. Like, I've never been to... What is the name of that? The Yuva Bar and Cafe. It's right smack, kind of in the middle. It's outside, and it's the coolest looking bar area, like in the middle of all that shopping. I would love to just sit out there, take in the cool weather, do some people watching, enjoy a beverage. Absolutely love it. But then I would want to walk into each and every shop in downtown Disney. Oftentimes we walk right past so many of them, but I would want to just browse like let's walk into everything let's check out this shop and that shop let's really take our time and look at what is in downtown disney some of these things are of course chains so you can find them in other places and you're familiar with them but some of these are unique unique stores and so i'd want to take all those in and then for dinner I would want to go to Splitsville, have something to eat, and play some bowling. Love bowling. Would love to experience that at Downtown Disney. I can only imagine how awesome that is. So then the next day, we've already done two days at DCA and a couple of resort days. Now it's time to go to Disneyland. And I would spend the, the rest of my time in and out of Disneyland. And... I would spend my two nights at Grand Californian, and and of course I'd have to have a view of DCA. Then I would go over to the Disneyland Hotel with a view of Downtown Disney and experience all of that. Now I did say that I would want a view of DCA, but I would be torn between that view, which would be completely awesome, and the view of Downtown Disney where they have rooms that have balconies that overlook Downtown Disney, but I don't think I would do that. I think I would rather have a view of DCA and hear, I mean, like, I get so excited just about to say this, hearing all the sounds, the laughing, the rides, the people over the PA system that tell you things about the ride, just all of that, just experiencing all of that to me is more entertaining than having a balcony that overlooks downtown Disney. Because when I go over to the Disneyland Hotel, the view is downtown Disney, but then also of Disneyland where you can see the fireworks and you can take all of that in. So I would do it that way. And I would spend my days at Disneyland doing things I have never done before. So let's talk about what some of those things are. I would have a character breakfast at the Plaza Inn because I have never done that. And I would take the time. So one of my challenges is I've never done a character breakfast in the Plaza Inn because I'm so anxious to do so many things at Disneyland and I I would need to stop, right? I would need to take a moment, enjoy the character breakfast, 
and then go about my day. And I would absolutely do that. I've never even eaten in the Plaza Inn, at least not as a grown-up. I may have done it when I was younger, but I don't really remember. Then I would want to make sure that I went over to um, the, the pirate ship. So I always ride the Mark Twain because it just seems to always be the one that's operating when we're going to go on it. But I would make sure that sometime in the next few days I was able to ride the pirate ship. Have to absolutely ride that one. Have to experience it. Never have. I would also go on the canoes in that same area. I would just bite the bullet. I would get over my fear or my insecurities or whatever, like I couldn't do it or something, and I would ride the canoes. Those two things are number one on the list. I have to experience that. I would want to go over to Galaxy's Edge and ride Rise of the Resistance, and I would have lunch at Ronto Roasters. Although I heard breakfast is better, but I will have already eaten at the Plaza Inn, so maybe day two I could check out breakfast, but I have to try Ronto Roasters. I've heard great things about it. I would also want to take the time to watch a couple of events from beginning to end. So one of them is Fantasmic. I have seen the entire show, but I have never watched it from beginning to end where I sit down and I watch it and they have dining packages and I would 100% want to do the Blue Bayou dining package, but they also have other like on the go packages. So I may do that because I would, that would prompt me to go to a place I've never eaten before since that's what this whole wishing well thing is about. Um, but if I couldn't, like if, if that wasn't an option, a place that I've never eaten before, then I would do the Blue Bayou um, dining package and I would watch Fantasmic from beginning to end. And the reason I think I would pick that is because I'd want to make sure we got the, the best viewing option. Another thing I've never done is I've never sat in front of the castle and watched the lighting of the castle or the fireworks from that view. I've never done it. So 100% plant our butt in front of the castle and watch all of it from beginning to end and completely experience that show. I have been walking and stopped when they've done the lighting of the castle or when they've done the fireworks, but I've never, you know, made that the event where you sit down ahead of time and you just like wait with anticipation and then watch that whole spectacular. I've never done that, would absolutely need to do that. So in these three days, another thing I'd have to do that I can't believe I've never done is I've never gone into City Hall and become a citizen of Disneyland. Like, how is this even possible? I've never done it. So I would definitely want to do that. And then I would want to take a VIP tour. I would want to learn some of the behind the scenes. Now, I, I cannot lie. I am a kid at heart, and I don't want too many spoilers like I don't want to ruin the magic don't want to see how the sausage is made however you want to say it there are just some things I don't want to see but then there are things that I want to learn facts that I really want to experience and on that note if you've never heard of Adventures by Disney it's like a completely different branch of the Disney um, experience where I mean I could spend a whole show talking about it but basically it is 
um, there's a, there's several destinations that you can go on and you get a Disney guide and then a local guide together. They show you, you know, things, you learn things about the culture, the area you're in. I mean, they have wonderful experiences and, you know, they're all over the world. These, these destinations you can go on, but they actually have one at Disneyland where you not only get to experience, you know, the, the VIP tour type thing that's you know for adventures by disney but at disneyland you also get to go to burbank and you know kind of see some of the stuff you know at from the corporate perspective and oh my gosh what i wouldn't do to do that so i need to do that because i want to learn as much as i can about the history i feel like i know a lot but there's so much more i could learn so i would definitely want to take a tour of some sort in these days that i am experiencing disneyland so another place that I'd have to experience is I've never gone to Rancho de Zucola. I've never, Zucola, however you say it, I've never had lunch or dinner or a snack or anything there. And I would absolutely want to experience that. So I would make sure that I incorporated that in my time here and my wishing well. And I think that is about it. I think that incorporates the things that I've always wanted to do but just haven't from staying at all three resorts in one stay, extending my stay to be a week, going during the Food and Wine Festival at DCA, hitting the restaurants that I've never eaten before, experiencing those character breakfasts at different locations I haven't done yet, becoming a citizen, taking a tour, doing some of those attractions I haven't done. Some are just because I've not done them at night. I'd really like to just spend time doing something completely new and making it new again, right? Like not doing the same old ones that I always do, but broadening my horizons and bringing in some new fun. So I hope you enjoyed this little trip down um, into wishing well land for my week at the Disneyland Resort. My hope is that the park comes up uh, sometime in the next six months and then maybe I can make my dream a reality and I will 100% take you along for the ride. So with that, I'm going to wrap this up. I hope you're having a wonderful day. You have a wonderful week. Stay healthy and happy. And until next time, bye.